Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Started from the bottom. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Pat Talks. Today, we will be talking about marketing. I brought my really good friend Ado back on today, owner of Dope Entertainment. Now, Ado has a degree in marketing, which is why I'm bringing him on today. Um, he has a lot of experience. He has a degree, like I said, and uh, I need to hear your thoughts on it, man. Yeah, brother. I'm here for you. Here yeah. for you. Love having being on this uh, on this show. Yeah, no, definitely. So, I mean, when you hear when you hear the word marketing, yeah, what's the first thing that comes to your head? How people view you. What's your brand? Yep. What's your identity? Right? How do you put yourself out there, obviously, today on, on social media yeah. right, or wherever your ideal customer is finding you online? Exactly. Think about marketing. Exactly. What you represent. Yep. Um, you know, who you are. I know that, you know, I market myself. Yeah. Right? Um, even though I'm not a brand, yep. I market myself every single day. Right? Uh, my job is to build my credibility on social media. Yep. Right. Not only be a a great project manager. Yep. But to brand myself and to pretty much show people I'm important. Right. Not in a you know <laughs> in a bad way, but I'm important in the way that you know I'm a young entrepreneur, very hungry, about to make things happen. You know, um, I'm here to market myself. Yeah. I mean, right? look, the I think that the point there's like you hit it on the head right yeah. uh, the nail on the head is credibility right yeah. Th there is something to be said uh we live in a world where um old school right uh this old school mindset of these young entrepreneurs knowing everything about business right it's it's kind of weird but like yeah. that's where you need to show your credibility and you have to invest in yourself and your knowledge and um everything that you are so then when people find you they're like damn dude that dude pat knows everything about sales you know what i mean yeah so like that's that's what it's all about yeah and now we live we live in a world that of course social media is the biggest platform Right. Oh, yeah. You you hear all these speakers talking about sales and how they've done millions and millions of dollars and where they came from, how they started, how they how they made it. Yeah. Right. And it motivates you. Yeah. Because you're saying to yourself, if he got there or she got there, I can get there. hundred percent. Right. You just got to sacrifice. A hundred percent. You got to sacrifice. Yeah. And right? I think like the thing to kind of point out there is that they didn't get there without marketing themselves. Yeah. Right. And. When you market yourself, I think the step before that is an investment in your knowledge and skills and perfecting your craft yeah. to the point that you're like, you know what? I'm now a thought leader. I am now an industry expert in whatever respective field that you're in. Um, you know, before you can put that out there to the world, yeah. right? And then for people to be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to pat anything for sales yeah. or anything for, for construction, right? Uh, or, or related. Yeah. A couple years ago, I had, um, you know, an acquaintance of mine, right, who was very, very successful. Um, he started his own company. Um, and, you know, he always asked me, right, he used to always ask me, what is your brand? Mm. And I didn't know Big how question. to, I didn't Big know question. how to respond to him. And I, like, at, at some point, I was put, you know, I was put back a lot. And I was like, 
what does he mean by that? Mm. You know, because I would ask him, like, what are you talking about? And he would just smirk at me and he, and he would be like, think, think, what do you think that I'm, that I'm asking you? Yeah. And a couple of years, you know, now, uh, I know what he was talking about, <laughs> right? I, t- to be honest with you, someone did the same thing to me. And it was just like, because I used to be, um, uh, <laughs> there's a phrase, I actually forget it, but like someone that knew a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, like I wasn't a specialist. You know, I was a generalist in a lot, but not a specialist. Yeah. And so when someone asked me the same thing, I was just like, what are you talking about? I know about everything. Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> I'm not hiring you. I was like, what? Yeah. And then I realized and thought about it. Fast forward now, I th- I had the same feeling. I was like, "Oh, I get it now." Yeah, like like what what he meant by that was, "What do you represent?" Yeah, right. Who are you? Mm. And I mean, again, it takes me back so much, you know. But now let's get really into uh, marketing and branding. Yep. Right. Um, going back to, you know, what marketing really is. Yep. In this day and age. It's all about your social media presence, mm. right? The content you're putting out there, yep. right? It could be, um, it could be a physical product, yep, or it could even be a non tangible product, right? Like media, in a way, you know, you're providing a service, mm-hmm. right? That is the product, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's not like, for example, a shampoo product, yeah, right. I have a really good friend back home. He's in the hair, you know, the hair industry. Yeah. And uh, he kills it, right? But he always tells me that he's a great salesman. But the first thing that he does when he goes to a salon, right, um, it's obviously different than my than my sale, mm-hmm. right? Beauty industry, construction industry. Um, he'll bring a you know a uh, the owner of of the salon, a sample of, for example, uh, you know, uh, a bottle of shampoo. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily care what the name of it is. What do women do? Women, right? I've seen it at Victoria's Secret. I've seen it everywhere. They smell the product first. Mm. That's the first thing that they care about. What does it smell like? That is like? such a great observation. Right? What does it smell like? Yeah. Right before we even get into packaging and color and, and what it looks like, they want to know what it smells like, mm. right? And I experienced it at Victoria's Secret. I remember with my, my ex girlfriend, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, they were there was some people uh, in line, and you know how they all have the little samples yep, in yep, line, yep. and they're all like this. They're like they grab a product and they go, "Well, that smells good, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, that smells good. I'm gonna buy it, right?" And I was like, shit, like that actually makes so much sense. Now, besides smell, it gets into the shape of the bottle, Mm. right? The shape of the bottle is second because it's not like every other bottle of shampoo, Mm -hmm. right? It pops out at you, Mm. right? Especially the color of it, right? So it's just, it's honestly, um, it's a different field than, than I'm in. Yeah. But it's just... It's all about marketing their brand. Like, not only is, is again, you know, smell, you know, so, um, you know, demanding and, you know, it, it's it's a must. Like, it needs to smell good. Yeah. But, you know, what is going to sell? Yeah. No, I, and, and I think you touched on, on a lot of points. You were the one that were 
kind of telling me we were talking about this before we we actually started airing, but um, the first step of marketing, right, is identifying your buyer. Yeah. What a lot of people like confuse today and why I can honestly say why nine out of 10 businesses fail, right, is they think the reason why they're starting a service or selling a product is for the reason why a consumer would buy it. Yeah. That is wrong. Yeah. Right? You as the person starting that product or service, you can't assume that the reason why you're even putting that product or service on on service or on display, yeah. right, as a business is because that person, right, the cons- aka the su- consumer wants it because of that reason. You need to have such an understanding yeah. of who the target market of yeah. like what your potential product is be before you put it out there, right? So like, let's go back to the hair thing a little bit. I have uh, two of my best friends that are also in the in the hair industry, okay. right? Um, one understanding that if you're catering to uh, women specifically, yeah. right? Yes. I think understanding what are the the initial things that matter in that industry. I think smell. I think look. I think size. I think like how much quantity is in actual uh, a bottle itself. Yeah. Right. And you have to think about your average uh, buyer. Yeah. And think, am I catering to um, you know older folks? Yeah. Right. Thirty plus who maybe have more money to spend yeah. and come and do and invest in their hair, or am I targeting? Um, a younger demographic who doesn't have as much money or residual money coming in. So they maybe spend a lot of money one time and they come maybe every yeah. six months. So you have to identify and look who you're targeting, yeah. right? Maybe the bottle to the, the older, uh, you know, woman is smaller because, you know, they have more money to buy more frequently. Exactly. Right? Versus the younger person. It's like, all right, I'm going to give them a bigger bottle because, that's what they're looking at. They're trying to get more for the bang of their buck. Yeah, exactly. Right? So exactly. It, it, it all goes into that marketing plan and strategy. And I think you said it first, like the first step is identifying and knowing your buyer yeah. and why your buyer would buy your product. Well, you're targeting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, different, you know, even a different industry, right? The clothing industry, mm. right? Mm. Big. Big. Let me tell you something. That is that thing will kick you right in the face. The biggest clothing. I mean, it's 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 huge, right? Yeah. But I was just I was talking about this the other day, right? So the company Armani. Yeah. Right now, Armani is a massive company, but Armani has different levels of Armani. Mm. You have Armani, then you have Emporio Armani, and then you have Armani Exchange, mm. right? Different pricing, mm. right? Of course, Armani is the most expensive, and it goes all the way down to Armani Exchange. They realized that, okay, we want to target more of an audience, mm. right? Not everyone can afford a $250 T-shirt, mm. right? Opposed to Armani Exchange, it's much less cost-effective. It's still good material, yeah, right? But instead of, instead of paying 250 bucks for a t-shirt, now they're paying 50, 60 bucks, right? And it's made by Armani. So what I'm getting at here is the company Versace. Mm. You don't see Versace, you know, Versace making different levels because they, they want to, um, to just be them, yes. right? They want to be known as when someone hears Versace, they think of expensive quality, yes. high-end clothing, yes. 
Yes. And I think that is such a great point. Like every brand has an identity, right? Versace, Gucci, right? They don't bend to their, their, um, to the clients that can't afford them. They don't want the, the, the people that can't afford that product. Exactly. They know who they are after, right? They're after people that are into fashion, that yeah. either are aspiring to have a product like that yeah. or people that can afford it. That It's very simple, yeah. right? Like, um, but I think that, um, did you, was it Armani? Yeah, Armani. Yeah. Armani, that's so smart because brands can't cater to different groups with the different product lines, yeah. right? That's a strategy that you can have. Again, it goes back to your marketing, identifying who's your target market, how can I cater to different subsects of my target market yeah. um, and, and please them, right? So it's it's all uh, identification and um, uh, analyzing, again, who you're catering to when you start a business. 100%. You know what I mean? Definitely. I mean, so how how did you market yeah dope entertainment yeah i mean first of all i i lived the the like i lured the desire of going out i understood there was such a market at the time pre-covid for people um you know to get assistance with going out and making uh plans and i also understood venues right these establishments also needed a way to stay relevant exactly right yeah. And so with understanding both and seeing how much demand there was from the, the like business to business side, but then from the actual consumer side as well, yeah. I, I stood in such a great lane of being like, okay, you know what? If I can build an infrastructure that provides my consumers, people making me money, yeah. right? And then also my businesses that also make me money and I could bring them together, right? There was a demand for it. Yeah. So uh, figuring that out, it was just, Understanding, okay, which group do I want to cater to? I was a college student. I understood how their um, uh, spending habits spending habits were were happening. Um, I wasn't fortunate enough for my parents to just give me an allowance and just go spend it and have their credit card and just swipe shit and yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> me. and just wake up in the morning <laughs> and mom and dad be like, "Yo, what the fuck, Billy? Like you spent <laughs> you spent two grand last night? Like oh that God. wasn't happening." You know what I mean, I didn't even have a yeah. hundred bucks that they were giving me to go out. Like, <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? yeah, so, it was all on me. Yeah, exactly. All on you. So uh, I understood that you know, the college demographic was um, an easier market for me to cater to because one, the supply that you, you put out, uh, not saying that I, I ever condone not putting out the best product, but what they value in yeah. terms of, hey, let me just go get drunk with my best friends, right? And just, it doesn't matter what venue, I catered to that market because I understood the... Um, the what they were looking for versus uh, a young professional or uh, an adult right was a lot less and i also knew that the quantity yeah. of how they how much they could consume going out every night yeah. was a lot higher so i was like okay let me do the math if i can get them to spend xyz like basically on a thursday night Friday night, Saturday yeah. night, and sometimes even a Sunday fun day, right? That's four times I can basically get my consumer to come and spend money. Exactly. That was a great market for me. I didn't want to be in the uh, young adults. Young adults are a little bit smarter because they got <laughs> bills, right? Yeah, they yeah, got other things. Yeah. And then obviously professionals, uh, like grown folks, they don't go out. 
You know what I mean? They they got, you know what I mean? They got kids, they got all these different things. So, um, and they don't also recover the same. Like if you have one crazy night, like they're out for about a week or maybe a month. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I I thought all that through. Yeah. And so that's exactly how I kind of attacked it from a nightlife perspective. And also now in in a media perspective, I understand podcasting is the thing, the number one thing that everyone's trying to get in. So how can I build a service and convenience around that service? Yeah. Well, that's what I was actually just about to get into. I mean, when you have a product, Mm. right, nine out of 10 times, whether it's a non-tangible product or it's an actual physical product, someone either has tried to, you know, produce the product and get it out there or, you know, in some way, shape or form, you know, they, they, it's, it's been done before. Yep. Right. How are you going to separate yourself from everyone else? Mm, That is such a big question. Like all these CBD companies are flourishing. I mean, they're coming out of nowhere. It's so saturated now. And I just, it's so saturated in the fact that, um, you know, they're not that they're in trouble, but it's so hard to be different. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? Some industries are very, very, very difficult for that. Like pricing is obviously big, mm-hmm. right? What's what's the most affordable? What's the best quality? Mm. What's the best bang for my buck? Yeah, right. But it's just it's so crazy, you know how so many companies come along, and I don't see a difference. And in, in in a, a lot of them. And then they, and then they want to say, I don't understand why, you know, pretty much why the company didn't make it. Mm. You have to, you have to analyze who your competitors are, right? You have to, you have to know, you know, who they are and how they go, you know, go up against you. Yeah. Right. Placement. Does, does it match up? Do you offer incentives? Do, do they, you know, what's their pricing like? Yeah. Um, it, it's, yeah, you know what I mean. It's I crazy. think it's placement, placement in the market, uh, in the marketplace, yeah. right? It's I think that's kind of step two. Once you've defined, uh, I look at this like a, a checklist: who am I selling to, where am I selling to, and that's this yeah. is where we're at, right? Like yeah. placement, uh, how does it fit against competitors and and all of that jazz? And uh, I'm actually interested, like, wh- what do you think about from from like a construction side of things? Like, how do construction companies you know, compare themselves? How do they, you know, compare from yeah. this company to that company and so, all that? So in in my industry, right, construction is very dry, mm. right? Um, you, you go to a project, right? Let's say they want to redo their driveway. Mm-hmm. They want to do a nice stone edging all the way up the driveway, make it look beautiful, right? It's very tough because not that we all have the same quality of work, but you have to separate yourself in a way that, you know, we are going to provide the best product possible to mm. you, mm. right? Now, as a client, right, all they care about going back to last week is communication, mm. right? So you can see that not only is your communication a, a big thing, but to separate yourself is accessibility, mm. right? Um, I know that I've been told in the past, I like that I can call you whenever all the other contractors that I tried to use, they never ever called me back this and that. Um, that's how you separate yourself. Now, marketing the actual company, you need to advertise, Mm. right? 
You must do Facebook ads. You must do Google clicks uh, because the construction industry is so big. Yeah. You know, I still use yard signs mm. because I know everyone in the, in the neighborhood is going to drive by the house and say, wonder who did that? Bang. Eyeballs. There's a sign right there. Give me a call. Yeah. Right. And if they feel as if their neighbor trusted you and they got this project done, you know, done in, in a in a great, great way, they're going to trust you as well. So you are minimizing your competitors now. Mm. Right. The amount of jobs that I get from yard signs and uh, just advertising. I mean, I even market myself within the company. Mm. Right. I sent out around, I think it was 8,000 flyers to a 35 mile radius. Right. With my face on the flyer saying, hey, this is this is the company. Right. So this is the paving company. Right. This is what we provide. And then a picture of me because this is who you're going to be meeting. Mm. Right. I had to market myself in order to build my credibility within the company. Mm. Right. It's trust. Trust. I mean, like I've never heard someone uh, or a client say a client not liking the fact that they can put a face to the person that's selling to them. Yeah. Right. I think you said this in, in one of when I was listening to one of your episodes. Yeah. The only way that you can get trust in your industry is if you can get both feet in the door. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, and, and to now kind of revert back to what you were saying, right. Advertising and the accessibility and the people and, and all of that. I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think like for listeners tuning in right now is the way that that's all connected to marketing is yeah. that the company as a whole is presenting or marketing that they they care about their people yeah. and the people that they hire, yeah. right? So if that's the strategy that you're going in within a construction business and you're going to say, hey, how we're going to separate ourselves is yeah. by ha- hiring top talent. Yes, maybe I pay more money yeah. right, to hire that top talent instead of having a bunch of contractors that are not going to pick up the phone or actually look someone in the eye and all of that stuff. Yeah. Like, that is still marketing, right? Remember, yeah. marketing is an investment in your in your brand yeah. and who you are. And then that trickles down when you actually are like on the ground talking to the clients, yeah. right? So um, I think that is the key thing to make sure people are listening to is that marketing starts like from the foundation and then it leads to the actual advertising and on the ground people because yeah. I can tell you right now, I don't think there's a lot of people, I don't, I don't worked with a lot of people that came and did some construction work at houses for yeah. us. I would never see them putting yardsticks. I would never see them like like eager to answer our phone calls. They would call me back like an hour, two hours later. Yeah. That that's a difference. That's yeah. a major, major difference. Yeah. Anytime that I get a phone call, if I can't answer it, I literally say, you know, for you know, for example, I'm in a meeting right now. I will call you ASAP. We do, we do it to do they, all they, the time. They love that. Yeah. Right. Because I'm, I'm keeping in contact with them. I, you know, once you go seven, eight hours from not talking to someone, they don't want your service. Yeah. They don't, they don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Right. But, um, you know, I've been dealing with it for so long. Another thing too, is what's really, really, um, underrated is door knocking. Mm. I mean, you know, I, I still door knock to this day. 
if I'm doing a job in, in a neighborhood, I know that I can do their neighbor's job as well in the exact same day. Just go introduce yourself. Just introduce myself. Hey, we're down the street. Come take a look at, at, at the job that we're doing. You know, if, if you like what you see, I would love to give you an estimate. Yeah. You know, and they're just like, oh, yeah, um, I'll come take a look. So they bring down their dog, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. And they, they take a look at it. Oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, go go to my house. Go take a look at it. It's just, I mean, that's, that's, an, that's another thing. I mean, you have to want it that bad. Yeah, it's a difference in, I'm telling you, it's a difference in, in the people that you hire, yeah. right? That that itself is a marketing asset, yeah. right? Because that then contributes back to your top line sales, right? Yeah. If you have people that are hungry, they're going to go take the extra mile. After doing one job, uh, one client, now they're looking around the neighborhood. He's like, oh, crap, let me go knock on some doors. Yeah. That's a testament to your company. 100%. Big time. And the other thing, too, is, you know, of course, internet is like I said several times, is the biggest thing, right? Yeah. So SEO, mm. SEO is massive, mm. right? So I wanted to make sure that if somebody went on Google and, and typed in paving companies in Rhode Island, that we were the first ones to be up there. Yeah. Because now, instead of getting maybe five calls a week because we weren't doing SEO, you know, we would still get jobs, but we would kind of maintain staying busy. Once we started doing SEO, we were getting like 40, 50 phone calls a week. Wow. Yeah, and for, for, for those listening, if, if you guys don't know what SEO stands for, it's search engine optimization, yeah. right? And that's literally like the pillar of being successful online, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to get too technical, but I'm going to get a little nerv- nerdy. Um, <laughs> I, I love this stuff, yeah. as you can see. Yeah. Uh, honestly, uh, with, with Google's change in algorithm today, right? Google has moved away, and I think you just said the phrase, um, it's moved away from the fact that we're not just pu- punching in a bunch of keywords, right? Before yeah. people used to just throw in this, 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 because they knew people were searching for that online. Now Google has changed and the way it's crawling um, uh, content and ranking it yeah. is basically on the fact that um, the relevancy to what people are creating content around right, and what people are actually searching for. So if people are searching for, you know, you know, gardening or pavement around my guard my garden yeah. right so if you have content that's around that specifically right and that's what people are searching for online yeah that's going to be basically ranked higher on google because it has a lot of relevancy to what people are actually typing for yeah. so that's a little tip for you business owners and yeah. all you folks <laughs> get on your seo game get on that yeah because everything is you know if someone if someone is, is home, right, they worked all week, mm-hmm. right, they look at their house, right, my house needs vinyl siding, my house needs a new roof, mm-hmm. I got to find a company to do it, right, I don't know anybody that does it, right, and what do you know, you pop up, you're yeah. going to get the opportunity to be in front of this person and hopefully get a product, you know, get a job. Yeah. Um, but the other thing, too, is, you know, Google is is your reputation, Yeah. right, everything is public. Yeah. You know, when they type in a company, they have all the reviews. They even have the BBB reviews, which is the Better Business Bureau, mm. um, to to see if you're legit. Mm. Right. See if you're legit and see how, you know, how good you are. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, marketing is, is huge. Now, I want to get into, um, you know, marketing yourself. Yeah. Right. Now, marketing yourself is, you know, I, I have a really good friend back home, a uh, professional boxer. Um, and he's been marketing himself for forever. 
Yeah. Right? Now, he, now again, he's a professional boxer. Now, boxing is a very, I guess you could say, lonely sport. <laughs> right? It's not like, for, you know, for example, I mean, you know, soccer, you have different. You have a team. You can be covered up. Your, your flaws can be covered up by your teammates. Yeah. So he knew that, you know, in order for me to have the opportunity to be put in front of, you know, the likes of Floyd Mayweather, Mike Tyson, you know, et cetera, et cetera, I need to market myself, mm-hmm. right? So what he did was he put himself out there. He was posting videos. He was, you know, he, he traveled all the way to Las Vegas uh, to the Floyd Mayweather camp, mm. right? He didn't know if he was going to meet him. He had no idea. He didn't know who was going to be there. All he knew was, I might meet him. I might meet Floyd Mayweather. He might give me the opportunity to fight for him or have him promote my my fights, right? He took the chance. Yeah, right? got to bet on yourself. Yeah, you, you get. I mean, exactly. Like no matter what, I I'm glad that I said that. You need to take a chance. I feel like a lot of people, they as soon as they get into their comfort zone, they're so comfortable that they don't want to take risks. Mm. And that's why that's the difference between employees and entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. You can be an employee the rest of your life. Right. And you can make, you know, 80 grand, 100 grand a year, maybe even get a promotion. Right. Mm. But you'll never know um, what what you could do unless you take the risk. Right. Like you want to you want to start a business. okay? drop everything right now and go start a business. Mm. Right. But they don't want to take the initiative. They, they don't want to take accountability for saying, okay, you know what? I'm just going to get up right now and go do it. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, uh, you, you struck a chord with me because um, when we talk about betting on yourself, not a lot of people have that, like, yeah. confidence to. It's hard. Look, let's, let's be real. Um, I think in sports uh, there is something to be said, especially with those, like, uh, lonely, lonely island. Did did you say? Yeah. Uh, type of sports where it's about like you. Um, I think there's a spectrum where you have to be good, right? If you if you want to put yourself on like the Floyd's yeah. and you know like the Ryan Garcias and all those types of like, and you need to be marketable. Yeah, you need to be marketable. You gotta right? have a nice face, right? Yeah, you gotta, exactly. You there's, have to be love for the people. Exactly. There's there's some intangibles around like you need to be good at your craft, right? And then you can market yourself and you need to have the, the willingness to put yourself outside of just the craft yeah. and understand the business as, as a whole and understand where can I add more revenue streams for myself. Yeah. Um, but I think you said something very, very important um, is you need to, you, you honestly need to take risks in yeah. order to bet on yourself. It, it comes with risks and yeah. it comes with sacrifices. Yeah. You may not have the the lifestyle. Like I'm sure your your friend that's a boxer, yeah. like he probably doesn't have a he didn't have a million dollars before he got into no. boxing, right? So he took a flight blindly without yeah. knowing that he was gonna meet someone and yep. now he's living his dream. Yeah, exactly. Do you yep. get what I'm saying? He like didn't, he didn't know what the outcome was going no. to be. He just said, you know what, I gotta take a chance. And that's what lacks in this world, right? Everyone wants so much success, they want to be they want to leave legacy. Yeah. Right. You want to leave legacy? The only way to leave a legacy is to take a chance. 100%. Because I hate to say it, um, it's a cold world out there. There, There's there's sharks, right? And then there's fish that, that the sharks eat. Yeah, 100%. Right? 
So you're gonna be a shark, you're gonna be, a, or you're gonna be like the fish. That's that's the prey. Yeah, it, you know what I mean. So <laughs> I think it's very simple. I, like people yeah. say, it's not as black or white as we put it, but it is. Yeah. To be honest with you, right? If you don't want to be there, just swim in your little pond, right, and make the the pond money, yeah. right, and eat the pond food. Yeah. Or if you want to go swim in shark waters, but when you swim in shark waters, yeah. there may be a great white, a hammerhead, like. A great white may bully you out the way, yeah. right? And you have to be okay with yeah. which pond you want to swim in. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think you do have to be very real with yourself and realistic of like what your capabilities are and how risk adverse you are. But um, you just bet on yourself. Yeah. Tell, the, tell, the people, tell the people how you are betting on yourself. So uh, really quick, you know, when I graduated high school, right, uh, I had to go to community college. Because for one, I didn't have the grades, right? Didn't perform well in high school. So what I did was I, I went right to work, mm. right? And I was, I was part-time at school for four years, yeah, right? Reasons why I was a project manager for the last five years. Anyways, going from that, uh, you know, just recently um, I found out that I got the acceptance to go to Ohio State. In, wow. their, in their business program. That's crazy. Which I'm really, really excited about. I don't necessarily know what I'm going to do yet because I do I do like what I have here, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm very, very grateful because it could be a lot, it could be a different story. Yeah. You know, but that's what's awesome about this, right? What is your story, mm. right? And you need to take chances. Yeah. I mean, l- l- listen, let's let's just point out the mere fact. Some people don't even, um, you know, some people don't even apply. Yeah. Because they're worried about rejection. You you, you broke out yeah. through that first, like, hurdle. Yeah. And you're like, no, fuck it. I'm going to go apply. Excuse my French. I'm yeah. going to go apply to this business school. Yeah. And you got in. Yeah. So now you have <laughs> the ability to write your story. And, like, yeah. it's... It sounds like I'm not excited, but I'm fucking pumped for you, dude. Yeah, no, I I, I appreciate that, man. I really, it's, that's really do. Huge, Thank man. you. That's Thank huge. You. That's because, huge. Because you know how it is, man. You know, some, you know, everyone has their own views, mm-hmm. right? Someone's going to tell you, you know, why would you leave, uh, you know, why, why would you drop everything and go and go to school, right? And yeah. again, I don't know what I'm doing, right? I have no idea. But, you know, people, people ask, you know, why would you leave that? You know, why would you go back to school? Who the hell wants to go back to school? I feel like telling some people who say that, I ask them, you know, did you go to school? And some will say yes and some will say no, right? For the ones that say yes, what I want to ask them is, did you do everything in your power in while you were in school to use everything that you had to your own advantage? Like, did you, did you take, did you, um, were you part of the business clubs? Were you part of the communication clubs? Were you part of anything outside of school to network, mm. right? You need to network. Let me answer the question for you. Nine yeah. out of ten people. Yeah. Uh, let me say. Let me let me give some better numbers. Seven out of ten people will tell you no. Yeah. I, I'm part of that statistic of the seven out of ten people that I didn't take advantage of everything that I could have at Boston College. But again, right, you're going to school yeah. when you're, you know, a little ass kid yeah. and not under understanding how important some of the things yeah. that come with being a forget like the Obviously, the education and the degree is important, but 
some of the things that I could have done better, like networking with different groups outside of just being ath- an, an athlete. Yeah. Right? And of course, me being a Division One soccer player, like I had a lot of limitations of like what I could do. Yeah. But like traveling, going to experience, you know, other cities and, and countries or, yeah, networking with other people outside of just my, my range of people. Because I'm telling you, the people that you met in school yeah. are going to go on to be leaders in this country or CEOs or whatever. Yeah. Like, that could change the directory of, of your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like LeBron James. Everyone took a bet on LeBron James. His crew yeah. said, you know what? We're going to take the stress off everything else from business, marketing, all these different things. They filled all those gaps. They said, LeBron, yep. you go be the face. You go be the athlete. Yeah, you go be the athlete yep. for us, yep. and we'll take care of everything else for you to make yeah. you look good. And, and look, Rich Paul, one of the biggest fucking agents today. Yep. Right, Maverick Carter, one of the biggest marketers, right, in all the business that they have, yep. and the rest of his crew. It's like, damn, yeah. but they better themselves. Yeah, they knew, you know, that they came from Akron, Ohio. Mm-hmm. They didn't come from, you know, a great area. Yep. and they needed to get out of there. Yep. Right, so they they were literally a team. Yeah, and said, listen, we all want to make it. Yep. How are we going to do this? Right, I would have loved to been to be there for that conversation, <sighs> and I give all those guys. The most respect in the world because 100%. guess what? Y'all made it. Yeah. You know what 100%. I mean? Like, but that goes back to the first point. Yeah. This, all of these conversations we're having are all interconnected with marketing. Yeah. Because without investing in yourselves or in yourself or your brand or the people that are going to be the face of your brand, right? You don't have something that you can market. Yeah. Right? You can't differentiate yourself from XYZ other companies. Exactly. So investments are required at, at at every level before you can even going to go market your product or service. Yeah. And you'd have the right people to do that. And then yes, the nitty gritties that we talked through brand, yeah. like who's my buyer? Where do I place my product? Yeah. What makes me different and all those things. But these core high level things that we cover today. Yeah. Are how you be successful. Yeah. You need, you need a team. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. I, you know, some some people have been very, very lucky and they've done it themselves and I give them respect as well, but you need a team, right? You know, the, the saying that who you surround yourself with is who you are is so true. 100%. Right? I don't surround myself with, with certain people because I know what their intentions are. Mm. I know where their head is at without even genuinely knowing them. Mm. 100%. I catch the vibe. Yeah. Right? I tell people all the time, no offense, man, but... You're not on, you know, you're not, you're not on my vibe. <laughs> you're not like, on my thinking I, I hate level. to say it, but yeah. like, like, no disrespect to you, you, you know, to, to that person. But like, you know, you, you just, you don't understand. You don't, you don't understand the hustle. You don't understand. You're going to win big, Pat. You're yeah. going to win big, man. You don't understand the hustle. That's why I tell them all the time. It's, it's do or die. Yeah. You do it now or you're going to watch me, watch me going. Yeah. A hundred percent. Right. So, uh, yeah, I think we. I think that we hit a lot of a lot of topics today, man. This was this was great. Uh, thank you so much for uh, coming back on with me. Yeah, I um, appreciate you, man. Keep keep uh, keep inviting me on, man. Talk about some things that I love to talk about. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. And to all you guys, uh, please tune in to next week. Thank you so much.